And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody, and once again, we're glad to see you back with us on Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. My name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review Star Trek. Yes. Star Trek 2009, of course. I was not a big fan of the series. Nor I. And I thought, okay, Star Trek, from the moment... This film started until the moment it ended. I was absolutely entranced. I loved this film. I think this is a movie where the director, the producer, and the script writers dare to go where no man has gone before, (laughs) and that is to make a really hip, contemporary space action movie that appeals to people who are not necessarily diehard trekkers. The diehard trekkers probably were upset because nothing was exact in this film. Well, nothing was exactly like the original, that's for sure. (laughs) But if it was exactly like the original, why remake it? They remade this film to hook into the people, let's say, under the age of 30, and make them the Star Trek Trekkies. Well, I agree. In other words, it's the casting of this version of Star Trek that makes this version really hot. And I think that every one of the characters, I'm talking about all those young actors, they are all on the verge of superstardom. These are really fine young men and couple of great women, too. They really heat up the screen with wonderful performances. Chris Pine plays James Tiberius Kirk Mm -hmm. when he was very, very young, when he was a cadet. Right. He's a very good-looking guy. He's very, very intense with his acting. He has that kind of swagger. Exactly right. That Bill Shatner always had. Yes. And I thought he was absolutely riveting in the leading role. I do, too. And I like the fact that the director, J.J. Abrams, took time to let the audience know just how these characters became who they are. Definitely. We get to see Captain Kirk as a young boy, and he was a kid who would always cause trouble in school. And then you got to see Spock as a young man as well, and he was depicted as a nerdy guy that the bullies picked on. Of course. Spock is played by Zachary Quinto, and he looks remarkably remarkably like Leonard Nimoy playing the old Spock. Leonard Nimoy plays Spock Prime in this film. They have a couple of scenes together, which is really quite wonderful. I've always thought Leonard Nimoy was a wonderful actor, and he brings so much maturity to this film with all these other wonderful young actors. Let me talk about some of the others. Oh, please do. Carl Urban played Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. Fabulous guy, and what a great part he has in this movie. Wonderful, wonderful part. Very exciting, exciting actor. Zoe Saldana plays Uhura. Quite a beautiful woman, and she has quite a bit to do in this movie as well. She's got a very romantic thing going on with, of all people, Spock. Yes. Well, he does come from a mixed marriage. He had an earthly mother, played nicely, I thought, by Winona Ryder. Yes. And then he had an alien father, and, of course, that created the Spock character, and it allows him to be human at times and to really feel deeply. And, of course, he falls in love with this gorgeous girl. That's right. The other people in the film, Simon Pegg plays Scotty. He was charming in this film. John Cho plays Sulu. Anton Yelchin plays Chekhov. He was great, I thought. He was wonderful. Very unusual way of delivering his lines. He had a very thick Russian accent, but he was totally intelligible. I liked him very much. Yes. There are two somewhat older actors in this film besides Leonard Nimoy. Bruce Greenwood played Captain Christopher Pike. 
who was the original mentor of the eventual Captain Kirk. And Ben Cross plays Sarek, who is Spock's father, Mm -hmm. the villain in this film. And this is a guy who's been around a while. He's done some very good things and some not so good things, as far as I'm concerned. He is dynamic in this movie, Eric Bana. I like the fact that the villain in this movie has tattoos. That's a very contemporary touch. In fact, everything that the director, J.J. Abrams, did was very, very hip. And I think that's what makes the movie so much more fun than we had expected it to be. In the past, some of these sci-fi movies kind of tend to be a little bit preachy and a little bit corny. And stuffy. And stuffy. And they always stop and do some sort of philosophical statement about what life is going to be in the future and so on. And it's too self-reverential. It's too serious. And this movie was nonstop action with a lot of fun and some very tasty dialogue. I was really very much impressed with the quality of every part of this movie, from the casting to the script to the direction. All three get solid marks. Let's talk about for a moment the writers, Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman. The dialogue they wrote for these people was very, very clever. I found myself laughing in several spots. Where you're supposed to. (laughs) Of course. It's just a delightful film. It's very, very exciting. Everything about this film is good and... Rock'em, sock'em action with some nifty special effects, don't you think? Absolutely. All the way around. There was humanity in this film, too. And the director, J.J. Abrams, he is a guy who's done a lot of television. He was the guiding force behind Alias. He was the guiding force behind Lost. Hmm. Great shows. And one of the big major movies that he directed was Mission Impossible 3 with, of course, Tom Cruise. And we love that movie. So for all these reasons, Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to tease anybody by saying that I'm giving it a green light. I am too, Les. Everything about the film is terrific, but really and truly, I'm impressed with the cast more than anything. And I think it was Alfred Hitchcock who used to say, casting is everything. And if you don't have the right guy or the right woman in the role, then everything is going to suffer. It's very tough to sustain a movie and to have a successful one unless you have great people up on the screen. And this time around, everybody was perfect for the role that they inhabited. I loved Star Trek. I'm giving it a great, big, fabulous green light. Okay, two enthusiastic green lights for Star Trek, directed by J.J. Abrams, starring Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Leonard Nimoy, Eric Bana, Bruce Greenwood, and a whole lot of other wonderful, wonderful actors. Watch all of them. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dino Tripodis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. 
You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.